previously on the Simply Human Podcast. The things that can be done in the other 23 hours that you're not in the gym, um, that can, you know, improve performance, but uh, hopefully there's there's an eye on longevity with all this too. You know, it's about creating, you know, fitness for, for life for people. It's episode 104 of the Simply Human Podcast with your host, Mark and Rick, two human beings being human. Our goal is to help you understand how humans are designed to eat, sleep, move, and enjoy, and how you can start living more like a human today. On today's show, it is certified health coach Kelsey Albers, and it's another moderately funny edition of the Humans Being Human segment and Thanksgiving talk. This is a Thanksgiving edition of the podcast. Ah, okay. And we'll wrap up with our simple human tip. Wait, how are you, Rick? I'm good. How are you, Mark? Uh, I'm good. Someone who's not good, apparently. <laughs> Is this what we're going to – what's happening? Okay, so I don't think I've told you about this yet. So uh, my wife, Anna, who's a a saint, uh, about – let me get your opinion on this. So this is like a week or ten days ago. Uh, I forget exactly how she told me it happened because my wife says a lot of things and I don't hear all of them. Uh, It's like drinking out of a fire hose sometimes. But uh, she was sitting on the couch with like her legs crossed and one of our children, oh no, probably the younger one because he's a real idiot, <laughs> uh, jumped up on her knee. So she's sitting crisscross applesauce on the couch. No, I don't think she's that way. I think she just has one leg like crossed over the other like you would if you were uh, on the Johnny Carson show. Okay. <laughs> I love how that's the image that I can come up with. Yeah, okay. So, but, but I think everyone knows what I'm talking yes, about. Yes, yes. I think that's how she said it happens and uh, kind of just uh, tweaked her knee a little bit and the next day she's like, God, my knee is really sore. And I was like, well, it'll happen. We go the wrong way, whatever. That has been 10 days. It is getting worse and worse and it is still swollen. Ugh. She is to the point where on, oh, what day did I work last week that I did this? I think it was Friday night to Saturday morning. She was like, hey, I can't walk. I need you to get me like a cane or crutches. Or she went to her doctor on Friday also to to, to see about this, her general practitioner. Uh, so I got her a cane. <laughs> I made fun of her pretty roundly. Uh, and then uh, today is Tuesday, and I had to actually go get her crutches on Sunday because the cane wasn't even good enough. She couldn't even get around with oh that. Oh, gosh. She went for an MRI yesterday, and we're going to find out the results uh, with you know, probably within the next hour because her doctor's office said – she had an MRI yesterday, and they said they'd have it read by noon today. Is it on the inside or outside of her knee or like – The whole thing's swollen, the whole thing. Holy and she God. says it feels like when she's just standing there – that like it's coming apart. There's no stability side to side. I bet she side. tore like, her ACL. That's what I told her. I was oh like, that gosh. sounds like a torn ACL. <laughs> so your right youngest now, son really is an idiot. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I've been telling you this for months. Right now, as we record this, it's the 24th of November. We are under the gun. If she does need knee surgery to get it done, like oh, yeah. tomorrow, for several reasons. Number one, uh, it's the uh, coming up on the end of her school semester. So she's about to have like a three week break or whatever from school. So her life gets a little bit easier, uh, at work. She has, she's had two clients that she's been working with, but now one of them dropped out. So she only has one client for right now. So her workload just cut in half. Uh, so she has a little bit less to do. And she is a, she is a woman of, of, uh, ill repute. Is that right? Is that what she does, uh, on her, in her, for day job. Yes, Mark, my wife is a prostitute. <laughs> she has two clients and one of them just is a long-termer and just recently backed out. Yes. My wife works with uh, special needs kids. Mark, oh. why don't you go to the other end of the spectrum? <laughs> yeah, the saint. I told you this. The total of other opposite end. Yes. But uh 
And so uh, her workload is temporarily cut in half until they can get another client on board. But also, I think most importantly, we've already paid our deductible for the year. <laughs> so yeah. we have a month. We have 31 days in December. So 37 days until we have to pay the entire deductible all over again. So I'm yeah. like, oh, my God, you got to get the surgery tomorrow. Yeah. Let's just drive, well, just drive and, to the hospital but and also, drop and you can get the surgery tomorrow. Well, check here. This is super old man insurance talk. But check is sometimes, like, if you've met deductible, sometimes it'll, it'll like, take – it'll last until – January thirtieth or February thirty first. Oh, that's actually a good idea. I didn't think about that. There is. Well, a, there I'm isn't over here like salivating at like the Aflac claim. Like, oh man, maybe yeah. she needs surgery. Yes. Yeah. That's gonna be like another five hundred bucks. Well, that's. Oh, a- maybe she needs some physical therapy too. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm like seeing cash and <laughs> things in my mind. Meanwhile, my wife and I'm Can't not. Walk. Uh, she doesn't listen to the show, so I don't really care about this part. But yeah. like, I don't want everyone to think that I'm bitching about this. But do you have to bleep that word out? I don't think so. Okay, well, I'm going to say it again. Bitching, bitching, oh. bitching, bitching. Oh, okay. uh, I don't want anything, anything I'm complaining about this, but like uh, she's completely helpless. Imagine if like you had one leg that you couldn't stand on or bend or anything, and so she needs help putting her shoe on. Oh. Uh, she can't carry anything. Uh, she is com- it's like caring for an adult baby. Do you have to help her on and off the toilet? That is the one thing I have not had to get down with yet. But last night we went and saw uh, the new Hunger Games movie. Oh, I, a, oh was it we good? Had, uh, we, I, mean, it's, I, I felt like it's like the third Hunger Games book. It was yeah. about 30% too long. Oh, you read the book. Good, good for you. You can read. I was in jail and I had no nothing. I, I was in solitary confinement. I had to read the books. Uh, it was really terrible. I've read I the felt books. awful. My sentence felt like it was twice as long. But um, – we, I drop her off at the front. We had a group on for the Studio Movie Grill in Arlington. Yeah. And uh, I dropped her off at the front. I went and parked the car. Well, I guess no one held the door for her on the way in. And the manager saw it. It's like, hey, that's a bunch of horse crap that no one held the door for you. She's like, hey, you know, what are you going to do? Because she's on crutches. She's oh. like, no, you're getting two free movie tickets. Yes. So she's like, oh, yes. So I'm like, hey, maybe we can really parlay yeah, no. your she... <laughs> being a complete cripple into. She drops you know... the crutches and like starts jumping around for joy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. She jumps out of her, her oh. uh, FDR wicker backed wheelchair and just Man. starts tap dancing and doing the. If drops. my mom is listening to this, she's going, hmm, that's an interesting tactic, a way to get something for free. <laughs> free meal, free meal, free meal, free meal. That's yeah. an inside joke that literally three people well, will understand, and, and one of them doesn't listen to the show. And to quickly explain, my mom and dad are the king and queen of complaining about a hair in the food or the chips weren't crunchy enough and getting like a free meal. And it, they're just of legendary at doing that. But yeah, so speaking of a wife... Don't send us your, is your emails about that. We both... Uh, do not do that. We, we, we're not saying that's a great tactic. Yeah, we are both excellent tippers. Um, mm. Hmm. Anyway, um, so speaking of wife ailments, so yes. a couple of years ago, maybe this was before Hunter's, maybe this is like three years ago, Jen had, had this cough and she just didn't feel great and like literally a month goes by, okay? Hi. So she finally goes to the to the doctor because she's just, she doesn't have time. And, That's a very you know, man thing to right. ignore yes. like a persistent medical problem. She, I do that all the time. She had pneumonia, for a month? For like a month. It's like called walking pneumonia or something. So for all those times, I was like kind of rolling my eyes about her, like not wanting to get off the couch. Or, yeah. Jeez, uh, why don't yeah. you get up oh. and help me out here? Yeah. Over here. Oh, well, it turns out you're really dying. Yeah. Well, I, I think I've told the story about when I broke my fingers 
as a little kid, my dad, well, my dad's reaction was, <laughs> yes, you have. Yeah, I broke my fingers, and my dad was like, "You big wuss, just toughen up." And I went to the doctor the next day, and like my fingers were basically hanging on by the skin, <laughs> like everything was broken. My dad felt. Why terrible. do we do this as human beings? We're convinced that like everyone else is always faking their ailments to get out of anything. This yeah. is way more of a pain in the rear end for my wife than it is for me. She can't walk right, around right. and do things. Yeah. Well, and it's but I'm not over like, here like I'm over here like God. Like trying to kick the crutches out from underneath their arm. Like, why don't you walk it off over here? Yeah. Well, we we could probably do a whole segment on on this phenomenon where, like, especially in athletics, where, like, say a, a good example is like if a cornerback gets beat on a deep route, and then he like comes up fakes like, injury, like, grabbing his hamstring, like, oh, <laughs> yeah, faking it. Make it a hamstring pull. Yeah. Like that ever happens at yeah. like the uh, elite athlete level. Like a guy gets so embarrassed, he just like yeah. falls down on the ground and pretends he's like uh, snapped his spinal cord. Yeah. Oh, I can't move. Oh, well, then there was it. there was one uh, one you know because I'm 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 because I used to do that. There was I one. Think, I was about to say I think like seventh graders yeah. do that. Well, I got, but I don't think like. NFL players will yeah. like just no. Fake some of them will severed, uh, severed their spinal cord. Some of them, some of them will. But I got dunked on once in a high school basketball game and pretended like I had gotten kicked in the nuts. And so like I doubled over and was like, oh, and everyone was like, kind of you know, because I guess I had experience with that with the when I got that happened to me in a football game, um, as you heard in the last podcast. But uh, but yeah, so I used to do that all the time. So I'm very aware of it. But there was this one cornerback that gets beat and like, you know, oh, faker, he's on the ground. And his leg had like snapped, like the, his tibia had like snapped. Like, oh, okay, he is... He is injured. Uh, <laughs> oh God! Uh, yeah. <laughs> don't do not walk that off. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, let's get to the let's get to the interview with Kelsey Albers. This is a really fun interview. We spent the first like ten minutes talking about Starbucks. Um, this was a really fun yeah. interview. Yeah. And so, but go to the website simplywomenlifestyle.com. By the way, I'd like to apologize for a Starbucks talk because Mark apparently doesn't understand that like people have already had that conversation. Like, what's what's the deal what's with going on? Starbucks cup sizes? Yeah. I mean, Mark is over here trying out his new material that he's going to do at the improv. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what's the deal with the black box? I mean, if the the only thing that survives the plane crash is the black box, why don't we make the whole thing out of the black box? <laughs> Very what's good. What's the deal with airline peanuts? Yeah, uh, my favorite uh, one of those is uh, well. It's a, it's a Seinfeld thing, so it's not terrible. But anyway, okay. Um, if you go to the store from now, it's the 28th when this show is coming out. Now until December 1st, we are opening up the, the black long sleeve uh, Simply Human T-shirts, and I'm only we're only keeping those up until December 1st, and then you can't get them anymore. So if you want one, so if you're listening to this, you have uh, three days. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 30 days has September. Yeah, you have yeah. three days. But yeah. This is the 28th. If you're listening to it today, it releases. So it'll be good in time for Christmas and all that good stuff. If you want to buy one for it, if somebody tagged like their husband or something on Instagram and just said, oh, yeah. I want this. And so I'm waiting for that guy to buy one still. And if he doesn't, I'm going to go and tell on him on the You Instagram. should probably tell him, like, blast it out a little bit harder that, like, yeah. she said, that, like, uh, <laughs> it's going away on December 1st. I was not aware of that. Okay. Well, it does say that and in I Facebook post. And I do this with you. Yeah. Um, anyway, so yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll blast it out again. All right. Okay, so uh, follow us on Instagram, Periscope, Twitter, all that good stuff. It's all there uh, at simplyhumanlifestyle.com. Email the show at simplyhumanlifestyle at gmail.com or simplyhumanrick at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook, follow us on YouTube, all that good stuff. Thank you to all the many people who have left us uh, ratings and reviews in the last yes. few weeks. Uh, it's been really awesome. And uh, a, a couple people have left actual narrative reviews, like a sentence or two. Yeah. I love reading those. I know, It gives me, too. me all the juice I need to uh, continue 
Please do that. It takes two seconds. Awesome. So we talked to Kelsey about producing podcasts, Starbucks, having MS, direct-to-consumer drug ads, discovering Rob Wolf, the Nutritional Therapy Association, defining autoimmunity, knowing who you are, walking and traveling. Here's Kelsey. Joining us today on the Simply Human Podcast, super excited to have Kelsey Albers, and she describes herself as a real food advocate, lover of all things barbell, making her way through life as a certified health coach. Kelsey, thank you for joining us. Welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me, Mark and Rick. I'm so excited to be chatting with you guys today. Yeah, so Kelsey is also the, I guess, I, I refer to myself as the host and or co-host and producer of the mm-hmm. Simply Human podcast. So is that- Quit trying to be fancy. This is your thing. You allow me to intrude <laughs> upon it for an hour well, a week, but you're the well, I, you Simply know, Human king. Well, the producer makes it sound a little more fancy than it actually is. Would you consider yourself <laughs> the producer of the uh, Barbells and Bone Broth? Or is it Bone Broth and Barbells? No, Barbells and Bone Broth, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think Way to do your research, Mark, before the hey, show. I was on, <laughs> hey, Rick, I was on the show. Thank you very much. So I know about yeah. it. I went yeah. with my and instinct. producer is such a funny term because I thought podcasting was as easy as just recording something and throwing it up. But oh, yeah. I'm like, oh man, I think it sounds nicer if you mix a little music in, cut yeah. to this and that, and you know. Yes. And, yeah. Because if you don't, you'll have the early episodes of the Simple Human Podcast, which <laughs> sounded like Mark in a truck stop restroom, like, <laughs> hey everybody, it's a Simple Human Podcast. Well, you Please know. Please don't go away. Yeah, we, we, uh, we do these things called Simple Human Shorts, and it's like 10 to 15 minutes. It. We just do a topic, and there's no music, there's no special sound effects or anything, and those are so easy to just export and put up on iTunes. Whereas these, <laughs> there's a little more. I've gotten very fast at doing it, but yep. uh, we you know, like to put a little put a little more effort into our product. Uh, right. Well, and my husband's it. like a total technology geek, yeah. and he told me I could start a podcast, but only if it didn't sound like complete crap. Right. <laughs> so the standards were high from day one. Yeah. Well, and so how how many? You're like episode twenty something, right? Yeah, I just released episode twenty five cool. uh, yesterday, which is the twenty third, because um, I know this one will go up probably next week. But yes, yeah, just yesterday on the twenty third was number twenty five. Awesome. So yeah. So if you if you don't uh, know about that podcast or uh, are listening to Kelsey's podcast, check it out. It's on iTunes. I'm assuming it's on Stitcher and just anywhere that you, wherever you get your podcast, I'm sure it's there. Um, And the website, and we'll talk about this again later, but uh, the website is uh, ignitenourishthrive.com. That's my health coaching business. So I just kind of put barbells and bone broth up there for now. Yeah. Very cool. Well, let's uh, let's talk about something that's it's very important to you, and uh, it is the color of the cups at Starbucks. Let's talk <laughs> well, about I'm that. I'm very upset about this right now. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm totally kidding. Just so your listeners know, as long as Starbucks is serving me hot coffee, I could care less about yeah. what color the cups well, are. Well, I am outraged, Kelsey, that uh, they took away my most cherished Christian symbols of the ice skate and the snowflake. <laughs> right? <laughs> so see, okay, hold on. I'm out of the loop on this one. So what what's going on with Starbucks? Are you being serious? Yes, Mark? yes. Get on Facebook for four <laughs> seconds. I I am uh, reading a book right now, so I'm not. Uh, I'm learning the piano too, so I don't have a lot of time for Facebook. So well, hold on. So what's going on? Well, so Starbucks took off the snowflake, and it's just a red cup. And to be fair, there was like one crazy person who was like, that's anti-Christian, and it's what, so insulting. What was? The snowflake? Yeah. Well, well I that guess is... the, the idea, Mark, from this like one like crazy fringe pastor 
was that like uh, Starbucks is trying to bleach the Christmas out of the Christmas season and just make it. Oh. But apparently it's a thing every year for Starbucks to design these cups like, uh, you know, a very thought out design for Christmas. And this year they just went with a really simple like red design. Oh, so it's just the and Christmas this one cup. guy. Yeah, this one guy went crazy about it. <laughs> and then everyone went crazy with the anti-rage yeah. rage. Like, are you kidding me? And we're all lighting yeah. our torches and sharpening our pitchforks. And we all realized, <laughs> oh, wait a minute, this wasn't like a large group of people. It was just one, one guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, how often, Kelsey, how often are you uh, frequenting Starbucks? Actually, not as much as I used to yeah. um, for a couple of reasons. One, I just don't think that the coffee they produce is sustainable, um, yeah. at least not anything that I've seen. And there's a coffee shop that opened up not too far down my house that from my house that uh, has some ethically fair trade uh, produced coffee, which is really important to me. So yeah. I don't hit up Starbucks that much anymore, right. but I used to be uh, every day or twice a day at Starbucks. Wow. Rick, what about you? How are you? I was just Mark sending you a text saying, LOL, don't ask often I go to Starbucks. I go to Starbucks every day that I'm working. And... Uh, Here's a little uh, tidbit for you. You want free coffee? Go become a policeman. Because <laughs> I, haven't paid, I don't pay for Starbucks. I go in. They're really nice. And they oh, give me man. coffee for free. We throw, me and my partner, we throw a couple bucks in the little tip jar thing. Cool. So we're not getting out totally scot-free. I know not everybody does that. But uh, yeah, I uh, every day. Like five, at least five times a week. What do you get? A venti Americano with cold, heavy whipping cream. Oh, it's on. to the point where I walk in the door at like... 9.45 p.m. and they see me and they just start making it. Kelsey, Rick is a, a night shift police officer. Right, yeah, so, I remember that, yep. Yeah. Well, okay, so you you actually have, have sort of sold out and use all the weird Starbucks parlance. Is that is that what's going on? So you say like venti and all that? Because they don't like, well, <laughs> this is actually funny. I uh, For the first probably 75 times I made that exact same order, I would go to the front and I would have to look at the menu board and see, okay, I know the one that's on the far left is the small, the one that's in the middle is the medium, and the one that's on the far right is the large. And I can't ever remember if large is grande or venti. Uh, It seems like grande would be the largest one, but I'm wrong because venti means 20 and it's 20 ounces, whatever. So I would have to look on there like I'm perusing the menu like, oh, what will it be today? Oh, the exact same thing I've had for three and a half years. But uh, so – like just to, I don't even ask anymore. I just walk in and they make it. But yeah, I would. Uh, I've acquiesced to their weird yeah. sizing. Well, I I do not. If I'm, I only go to Starbucks if I'm traveling um, and and don't have my AeroPress and my hand grinder. Coffee nerd. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> everyone, I, to, yeah. I only drink my craft whiskey from yeah. empty mason jars, and I go to an <laughs> antique beard comb store that's in a gentrified area of town. It's so cool and not mainstream. They also have a good skinny jeans. Uh, shop down in that, in that area of town well well so we were in austin a few weeks ago and i always when i go to starbucks i say i want a 16 ounce medium roast oh my god hey dad how, right. i didn't know i was talking to my and, own father and, on Skype today. well so That's listen great. so jen jen my wife texts me what she wants and we'll we'll get to interesting other interesting things because uh, one quick story and you'll get a kick this out this is of. interesting yeah so um so i go up and jen has texted me what she wanted and it was a what what's a what's a small it's the tall. Tall. So she orders like a tall vanilla latte with such and such. So for hers, I'm not going to screw hers up. I'm just going to read my Exactly text. the text, yeah. So I say, I want the uh, tall, da 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 whatever it was. And then I said, and I want a 16-ounce medium roast 
with heavy, you know, and so they kind of give me the eye roll, like, oh, here's a guy that's like not going to use the terms, you know. So then she yells back. Yeah, because Starbucks is like a really new business and like yeah. it's a really new thing. Yeah, and so their size is weird. so hold on, is Grande a 16 ounce, right? Yes. So yeah. so she yells back, you know, Venti, Vanilla Latte, Grande, Picros. And I was like, no, 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 I wanted the 16 ounce. God, and, you're and, such an idiot. And the, her, her shoulders. Hey, by the way, uh, 1997 called. I think this is a really, uh, really great conversation. So, like, her shoulders droop. You know, like, geez, she's like, that is the just, just <laughs> shut up, you idiot. And here's your coffee. <laughs> this guy, yeah, this yeah. guy just here now. Exactly. So, okay. Anyway, so there's <laughs> there's Starbucks talk. Um, okay, so let's get into uh, uh, Kelsey's story and uh, actually just sort of tell us. You sort of came to this lifestyle, and when you talk about barbells and, and bone broth, two things that I love. There are a few other words that start with B that I'm a fan of, but we won't, <laughs> sure, obviously. We won't get into those. Uh, hmm. uh, from, Let's uh, go through those <laughs> shortly. <laughs> Um, and so, yeah, that could be that could be a number of <laughs> yes, things. Yes, it could be really funny. <laughs> um, and so, but you came to to this uh, sort of spot in your in your health journey in a in a little bit different way than a lot of people. So, sort of explain mm-hmm. your story and how you got to where you are now. Well, so um, and I I used to be uh, so. When I forever ago, I used to be a chronic yo-yo dieter, so I have had that experience of always kind of you know Weight Watchers or Atkins. Atkins not for health, but Atkins for skinnier jeans, right? All of these sort of things. But um, I actually started down this paleo path because almost seven years ago, it'll be seven years in February, I was diagnosed with MS. Um, and at the time, I did what everybody does whenever they're diagnosed with a potentially debilitating illness, which is go to the doctor, hold out your hands, and say, "Give me the best medication." you possibly can. Um, and MS, uh, my mom has MS and we found out later that my grandmother passed away or great grandmother passed away from it, um, back in like the early, like mid 1900s. Um, so it was, but it was a really scary diagnosis for me because I had always been an athlete. I was a three sport athlete in high school, was really active in intramurals in college. So the idea of becoming immobile was probably one of the worst diagnoses of all of the diseases out there that I could potentially have. So anyway, very, very quickly to pause, uh, Mm -hmm. in the middle of your story. Uh, mm-hmm. For those of us who are not aware of like some of like the the effects of, of MS, like what happens, what uh, nutshell that for us? Yes, sure. I was going to ask you to do that. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, um, so in MS can it can kind of present itself in a lot of different ways. My symptoms were um, loss of. Uh, Cognitive function, which kind of sounds like I am right now as I'm like stumbling over my words. But so loss of cognitive function, really kind of getting hard to think and everything like that. But more prevalent is the mobility issues. So loss of balance was a big one. Um, I used to not be able to walk down about three stairs without holding on to a railing. Oh, my. Uh, yeah, numbness and tingling in my legs and feet. That was a big one where it just, it was almost like restless leg syndrome. And if I was standing on them too long, it would get like extra pins in it. So it was really painful. Um, let's see, what else what did I have? Um, I had numbness, tingling. Oh, and then shocks down my spine, which there's a specific yeah. name for them, and I always forget what they are. But um, you'd where like literally just randomly it would just be like an electric shock that would go down my spinal cord. Holy crap! And now, what, and you might have said this, but what age were you when you got diagnosed? Twenty four, twenty five. God, I say. yeah, it was like young. In the years where you shouldn't be thinking about anything no. like that, you should just no. be thinking about parting your. Burning yeah. your ass off and, and stuff like that. Like uh, you get this horrible news. Yeah. That's pretty. Well, great. that was only like what a year and a half ago. If you're, because you're twenty 
36, no, right? No, I'm 31. Oh, right, yeah. of course. <laughs> I'm yes. 31, and I'm okay with being 31. Scoring so. points. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's all right. Um, so I I want to say, it, no, it was 24. It had to be 24. But anyway, I'm like doing the math in my head. I get I'm, I need to sit down and like map out the dates and times because all of it starts to jumble together as time progresses. But yeah, um, so yeah, so that's what I was worried about. And I saw my mom kind of decline. The other problem with MS is that you um, – there's also a lot of muscle atrophy. And once you get into that atrophy, and I think this is true with any autoimmune condition, it's so much harder to build up those muscles versus somebody who doesn't have an autoimmune condition. So that was one of my doctor's biggest warnings is you have to stay active. He recommended walking and yoga, um, no weightlifting, no running, anything like that, which is interesting because that's the path that I went down. Yeah. I got to the point, and I'll get to that in just a second, where everything my doctor said, I'm like, oh, I'm going to do the opposite yeah. of that. But anyway, thing. yeah. yeah. Um, so... Anyway, so uh, got put on. I was on, or I got put into a clinical trial where I was on eight shots a week. Ugh. Yeah, it was pretty terrible. One of them, um, you could have a reaction every once in a while where it was like super, like warm, like almost like hyperventilating. Your flesh gets really hot, like splotchy skin, and I would get it like every couple of months, and you never knew when it would happen. So. Like, myself this shot like I would just like tense up and be like, "Is this gonna happen to me?" And it was it was pretty miserable. I hated it. So after two years of being, it was so this this trial. Um, I was like, hey, I need something else. I can't take these shots every day anymore. Um, and so my doctor put me on a. At that time, it was a brand new approved drug called Jelenia. It was an oral medication. Um, and but in order to get on it, I had to get all of these tests to make sure I was even healthy enough to be on it. So I was on, or I had to get an EKG, an MRI, blood test, tested for skin cancer, tested for glaucoma. And then when I took my first dose, I had to be in a doctor's office to make sure that my blood pressure didn't drop so far. Because in a clinical trial, somebody died because their blood pressure dropped too far when they took their <laughs> first pill. Jeez. Yeah. So. I'm like watching all of these. I'm like, this just doesn't feel right. And it's so interesting because uh, according to my Hulu, um, Jelenia is now doing a marketing campaign to tell everybody how great their drug is. Yeah. <laughs> and wow. I'm like watching this and I'm just like, oh my gosh, I can't handle it. I can't handle Like I just, I can't do it. Like there's a better way. You know, us and New Zealand are the, are the only countries that allow uh, like direct to consumer marketing by drug companies. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't know that. It's 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 just ridiculous that that's even a thing. And I saw one yesterday during like World News Tonight or something, and uh, it was it was like Arnold Palmer and uh, uh, Bosch, Kevin Nealon, Kevin and, Nealon. Yeah, on the golf. Cart. And so now not only yeah. are we allowing direct to consumer ads, but now we're going to put celebrities in these ads. Like it's like yeah. this is crazy mm-hmm. to me. But anyway, sorry. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. So I like see that commercial, and like I just like my blood boils just seeing it. But anyway, so while all of this was going on, I started working out with a trainer because the one good thing about having MS is the MS Society actually sponsored a um, d- or did like a scholarship, so I could work one on one with a personal trainer, which cool. was awesome, and that kind of changed the trajectory of my illness because. My trainer was like, let's get you under some weights and do some strength training. Um, he was like, hey, why don't you look up this guy, Rob Wolf's website? Because there's an association between gluten and MS. <laughs> and yeah. I was like, well, that's hokum. <laughs> like, right. Food has nothing to do with how you feel. It only makes you skinny or fat, right? <laughs> right. Um, and he just kind of gently prodded me. And he was like, what do you have to lose? And I'm like, okay. So I looked up this crazy guy named Rob Wolf. And this was back when Rob Wolf's website, like he was like that cartoon mad scientist. I don't know if you... had ever seen that yeah Uh yeah so anyway so I ended up doing like this 30-day paleo challenge didn't feel 
didn't feel any uh, no, or any change in my symptoms right away. I just I had felt better, more energy, lost a little bit of weight, all that kind of stuff. But after about three to six months, I was like, oh, I don't have any other any more symptoms. Huh. And it was just kind of after a while, they just kind of dissipated away. And it was it was pretty amazing to me. I was like, oh my gosh, more people have to know about this. Yeah. And at the time, I was working in a corporate office job, and I was like, I have to start telling more people about this. And so that's kind of where that path led down to, was figuring out how I could do this full-time and do this as a career to help people, whatever their autoimmune condition is or whatever that holdback is, figure out how to use food and lifestyle to manage those illnesses. Yeah. And so that's what sort of stoked your passion, your fire Mm -hmm. was that idea that, hey, more people need to know that you don't have to suffer through all these crazy Mm -hmm. pharmaceutical trials and all that that good stuff. So so now what you do is it's kind of like you do... A lot of the same things that I do. You're, uh, you're working with with uh, like one-on-one clients. You're blogging. You're podcasting. So yeah. So what it is? What is it that you're doing now? Yeah. So the bulk of my business is I do work one-on-one with people to do nutrition and lifestyle coaching. Um, I am actually going through the Nutritional Therapy Association to become a nutritional therapy consultant, which is using really understanding uh, the mechanics of using food and vitamins and minerals and um, all that good stuff to. Uh, support or attack the uh, underlying reasons for symptoms and illnesses, which is really cool too. But so I'll integrate that next uh, sometime next year. But yeah, so I work one-on-one diet and lifestyle coaching primarily. Um, And I also do some strength and conditioning coaching as well as the blog occasionally occasionally when I get a blog up, but podcasting, um, Instagramming, things like that. Yeah. And now, you know, MS is an autoimmune disease. And so there are, there are a lot of other autoimmune diseases. So in the people that you work with and in the, the experience that you have, are a lot of the same things that have helped like your MS symptoms, can those mm-hmm. help arthritis and, and lupus? Well, really quickly, and Mark, before you get into that, what do we talking about when we say autoimmune? I feel like we throw okay. that that term out a well, lot. May, but I'm not- Kelsey, may, you are the expert, but may, <laughs> may I, may I give you my my best nutshell Please. of what that is and see if you can add or take away anything mm-hmm. to it. Okay. So I know like a lot of times, like with the gluten thing, the, the gluten allows, you know, what's called like intestinal permeability or leaky gut. It allows things to get into your bloodstream that aren't supposed to be there. And so you're, the problem is those proteins. So when you say leaky gut, you mean it's leaking through like the intestine wall? Yeah, or yeah. It's like certain nutrients are supposed to you know go through and, and nourish your body. Well, there are some things that obviously like like fecal matter is not supposed to be in your bloodstream. That kind of thing. Like this, there's like a filter. So if those holes in <laughs> the supposed to be. yeah, if the holes in the uh, in the colander, so to speak, get too big, things can slip through. Well, the protein, let's say, or like the gluten molecule or some of the other molecules that are allowed to go through look a lot like the things that are in your joints or that are in other parts of your body and other organs. And so your your immune system's uh, sort of crosshairs get fuzzy and, 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 and the immune system gets confused as it's attacking these things that aren't supposed to be in your body. Well, now then, those things look very similar to the other things that are supposed to be there and your body starts attacking those cells. Is that is that pretty close? Yeah, that's exactly how I would explain it. And then just cool. to kind of add a little bit more of some stuff that I've been studying now is so we lose these nutrients when and they go into the bloodstream. Our body basically declares war on itself. And um, it, so autoimmune can look really different. It can look like MS, which attacks um, the joint and nerve endings. It can look like rheumatoid arthritis that attacks the um, joints and joint tissue, connective tissue. It, it can look like um, thyroid issues, which attacks the thyroid, all this kind of stuff. So it can look very, very different, but it's all the underlying cause. But then when you have that going on, you have your body that basically, because it's 
declared war on itself. It stopped absorbing other vital nutrients, which can then lead to vitamin deficiencies, which means you feel even crappier and develop other conditions. Um, and then you can actually get into the this area where you're actually starting to change your DNA. So it, it can spiral into a lot of really terrible things. Right. And and on that note, when you say you can feel exhausted and really crappy and all that, you know, something that you we talked about in an email is that now you've got that uh, next to this idea that I know the, the Ronda Rousey shirts don't be a DNB, which is like a do nothing female dog. It's right. kind of these like real popular things. I had to look that up by the way. Um, and so, so you see all these things like, like women. I'm laughing so hard. Yeah, so, Seriously. Do you ever go on Facebook? Uh, <laughs> I only go on Facebook to troll Rick's post and make yes, fun of him. That is the only reason Mark is on Facebook is to annoy the crap. I've got Rick. I've got you as like, I get notifications anytime you make, and you're the only one that I have that notification set up for. So anytime you post something, uh, I get it in my little notifications. So I oh, go on awesome. and I make fun of something that you that you say. <laughs> um, so anyway, so then you've got that juxtapose. That's the word I was looking for earlier. So how do you, how do you, and how, as a coach, how do you personally, and how do you as a coach deal with that juxtaposition mm-hmm. of the? you've got an autoimmune disorder and then more is more and I got to get out there and conquer the world kind of, kind of attitude. Yeah. And I, I'm kind of, uh, so first of all, I love Ronda Rousey. And so anybody who's out there being like, she hates Ronda Rousey, like that's not the case at all. Um, but it is this idea that more is more and more is better. And if, if more is better, then even more has to be even better, right? Yeah. Which isn't which isn't true, especially when you're coming from an autoimmune condition. And that's one thing that I always tell people. So um, I think that through diet and lifestyle, you can really uh, minimize the autoimmune condition. But um, we're all once you kind of are susceptible to that autoimmune condition, I think you have to constantly be watching it and constantly be um, managing it. So quick kind of side story, I after I kind of got back on my feet and got all of these MS symptoms to go away, I really decided I wanted to be a serious CrossFit athlete and p- ended up putting myself into an adrenal burnout state wow. on, because on top of MS, that's what I really needed. It was adrenal burnout because I was working like 60 or 70 hours a week, training eight or nine times a week, taking drinking coffee all day, taking yeah. pre-workout, then taking a uh, sleeping pill because I was too wired, yeah. all this kind of stuff. So, um, if you, so if you poop your pants a lot, you are officially the female version of me. Right. So, I don't know. I, I don't so much. Okay, so then, okay, good. Uh, thank you. Can, you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what I'm supposed to say to that. Yeah. Don't worry, no one ever does. You're not alone, Kelsey. <laughs> I'll admonish him after oh. we get off here. <laughs> no, that's awesome. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so, um, so yeah, so when, so one of the symptoms that I have with my MS is that if I overdo it, if I'm too stressed out, if I kind of fall off the wagon a little bit on some, some food things or whatever, um, I get like chronic severe fatigue where just even moving around is difficult. And then if you layer that on top of uh, some intense workouts, like it just lays me out and I can feel my MS start to creep in and, and kind of rear its ugly head again. So yeah, so and I'll work with clients and it's, it is really hard for them to see all of these other people doing all of these crazy things. I don't want to take anything away from anybody. um, But I think it's important to remember that, Having an so let me back up just a second. 
<clears throat> I just read The Loving Diet by Jessica Flanagan, and it's kind of like a little woo-woo, but it talks about really talking to your chronic illness and asking, what can I learn from you? So for those of us with a chronic uh, illness or autoimmune disease, I think it's really important to look at that as a gift that nobody else has yeah. and that it gives us an early warning yes. sign. Yeah, you no, know? and that's it's almost like, um, like when you're when you're pregnant or trying to get pregnant as a woman, like things like that make you make your reproduction reproductive cycle stop. Like, okay. Yeah. Like Uh the early, like if you're trying to get pregnant then, or, or you're, you're like a woman's period stops because they're not eating enough and they're overtraining and they're Uh overstressed to me that that's like, that goes, yeah, you know, that's an early indication that something's wrong. Like men don't have that, but right. it's like if if it's bad for that person, then it's probably bad across the board. It's same kind of thing with the right. with the autoimmunity stuff. It's like you got this early warning, but it doesn't mean that right. just because you don't have a gluten a, a manifested gluten intolerance, like you get hives or something, doesn't right. mean it's not affecting you in some way. So if it causes yep. autoimmunity in in some people, it's probably not for the most part, it's probably not great for everybody. Right. And I think there are people that are like genetic, like just made up so genetically different than the rest of us. You know, you look like a rich Froning, right? Um, Who is probably so like has this like beast gene and their, their genetics and common people look at him and they're like, oh, he trains that much and does that much, then I can do that much yes. too. And that's not that, you know, we always compare ourselves to like the 0.2% versus everybody else. That's so like, okay. And I'm not saying like lower your expectations, but kind of like lower your expectations yeah. to something that's appropriate for God, your life. A, that is such a really good point because, uh, you know, I, I think I'm speaking for maybe a lot of people here when I say, I'm a sports fan. I watch, uh, you know, 95% of what I watch on television is sports. That's what I read a lot about. And I read about my favorite athletes. And I'm like, oh, you know, why can't I be like that guy? Why can't I be like that guy? Well, because that guy's a Superman. Yeah. They're, these are right. the uh, one one hundredth of one percent of the people in the population who can bench press 350 pounds and can run a 4240. Like, that's not a normal thing. Yeah. These people are genetically mm-hmm. superior and it's, you know, I could never, no matter if you hooked me up with professional dietitians and trainers and all this and that, I could never be one of those guys. It's just not in my gene. At some point, we have to understand that mm-hmm. that's not the goal is not to, you know, I don't know, be Tony Romo. That's not a very good example. But like, uh, you know, we cannot, <laughs> you know, we, we, we can't all. Uh, have that inside of us that we just yeah. have to find the key to unlock the the magic uh, compartment. It's not that's not a thing. Well, that's and, not a regular and, people. Yeah, and Eva T, you know, she's been on the show before a couple of times. I don't and Kelsey, I don't know if you you follow her work, but she yeah, she she's has awesome. yeah, and she has this talk about you know know who you are, know yeah, what that was, you are yeah, that's what first, I was thinking about too. and then train accordingly. Like don't don't try to go out like I'm not doing programming for you know, an, like an NFL athlete, like that's crazy. Like I don't have, and if you do that on top of, see that that's their job. If right. you do that on top of, you're a, you're a, you know, stay at home mom or you're a dad that has a bunch of kids and you've got a full time mm-hmm. job and you're stressed at work and you've got all these other things and you're trying to train like an NFL athlete or a, or a professional CrossFitter, like, that's crazy. Like, so I tell people if they ever ask me yeah. if I should do CrossFit, I, I'm, I'm a CrossFit fan, a fan of like I am an NFL fan. That yeah. doesn't mean I do the like I don't go out there and like bang my head against the wall like basically what the NFL guys are doing. But like, uh, if I if people ask me that, I say if you if you're going to try to compete in the CrossFit games, do CrossFit. Mm-hmm. 
If you're not, don't. That's mm-hmm. that's basically where I leave it. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the other thing I'll say about this too. So I'm not sure if you guys are aware of. Uh, so this is kind of throwing back to like the first part of the 1900s. But Francis Pottinger, uh-huh. are you familiar with him? I've, I've heard the name. I in, like I feel like I've read. I'm a book. Ex- God, Mark. I can't believe you don't know who that is. I'm uh, extremely familiar. But for those of us who uh, aren't as familiar, why don't you explain? Okay. So he he did this amazing study, and there's like a video on YouTube. It's like a 20-minute video mm. that kind of goes through his experiment. But basically what he did was he took a bunch of cats, which I don't know if this would even be legal now because he did these cats. <laughs> and he murdered them <laughs> systematically. Yeah. Well, so basically what he did was he took like four different groups of cats, and one group of cats, he fed them raw milk and raw meat, which is like a cat's like – natural diet and then he like like deviated on down so one he like did like evaporated milk and one he did like so it was like basically like he got farther and farther and farther away from their diets and as you natural diets and as you can expect um the cats that had their natural diet they were great they were healthy and everything and then the cats that didn't got really sick but what was really an even more interesting thing that happened with that is if you looked at two or three or four generations down from the cats that didn't eat their natural natural diet were genetically different and had far more incidences of, I mean, in these cats, like they showed some pictures, like if you're a cat lover, I don't know if I would go watch this video. I have two cats, but I watched it. So Mark's Mark's brother Jeff can go watch it like a thousand times. I I, I was going to say, he's on, he's going to join us for humans being human uh, on this show. And uh, he would, he would love that video he'll he, oh, he's probably okay. gonna start watching it every every morning when he wakes oh. up he hates cats so, <laughs> so these like three or four generation cats down they had like serious deformities and they had all of like reproductive systems were yeah. basically like shut down um and and then they, when they started refeeding these cats their natural diets it took another three or four generations till they could get back to normal so i think it's important wow. for us to remember and what we can learn from that is that um we may be doing everything right, but again, we could be kind of walking into this with parents or grandparents that had some unnatural diets or like I found out that my grandmother uh, took a miscarriage medication in like the 1950s oh that like gosh. genetically altered like DNA yeah. for their offspring and then the ch- grandchildren. So anyway, so I think that that just shows like, hey, like we need to offer ourselves some forgiveness, but for people with autoimmunity, appreciate it for the early warning symptom yeah. that it is. Yeah. Yeah. My, my grandmother, who was very conservative, very religious, uh, when, they, when she died, she had some cirrhosis in her liver. And, you know, like that's normally like, oh, people that drink have cirrhosis uh-huh. of the liver. Well, she never, I don't think she ever drank one sip of anything in her entire life. But it's, but, but sugar and the processed foods can have the same effect on your liver that, uh, that, you know, excessive alcohol use can. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's probably not a great thing. But, uh, right. well, Kelsey, I can't believe this. We're coming up on time. I want to ask, I, I want to ask you something that I've asked, uh, every, uh, first time, um, uh, guest and that is what is something you enjoy about life or something you do to make life more enjoyable doesn't have to be anything like uh health related like if you enjoy watching like game of thrones or something you could say that <laughs> or, or reading like like an oh like a reading smart like person. you're a prisoner in solitary <laughs> confinement for ten thousand years read books i love to read anyway sorry that's fantastic. You know what? This is going to seem so simple, but one of the things that I, well, no, I'll go with, 
um, can I do an everyday one and yes. then like a special occasion one? Absolutely. Yeah, okay. So no, I, you may not do that. <laughs> End the conversation. Hang on. I, <laughs> I walk every day or not, almost every day with my dogs. My dog had a little bit of an ACL issue, so oh, we no. didn't walk as much over the last couple of months. But walking every day with my dogs is something that I just do to get enjoyment out of life. I kind of can spy on the neighbors a little bit, which is fun. You know, yeah. so dogs I like lower. <laughs> and then the other like special occasion is I do love to travel. I think that we live in this amazing, great world. And to kind of just stay in this bubble of yeah. where we live all the time, um, maybe it's money, maybe it's time, I think is shortchanging our experience yeah. on this earth. So well, and then you can travel. Where's the coolest place that you've oh, gone to? Ooh, good question. Um, Tasmania in Australia. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. I we went two years ago, so these pictures keep showing up on, on my time hop <laughs> this week, oh, and yeah. it's just such an amazing place. I mean, just and I've heard uh, New Zealand is like a step above it, so I'd love to go to New Zealand within oh, the next. Oh wow! Couple years. Yeah. They have they I, have direct I went to California once, and it's pretty cool. <laughs> they have direct to consumer uh, ads in New Zealand too, so you'll feel yeah, right at home. I'll feel right at home. Yeah. Well, that, that time hop thing. Speaking of that, real quick, that it, it kind of is funny. It can go in one of two ways. You, like if you're. Uh, uh, Simply Human podcast own Chris Brannon. Uh, you look back at that time hop, who's lost like you know fifty pounds, and be like, "Oh man, I'm in a great place." But if you like, if things aren't as good for you, and you look back, your life like, has completely fallen apart over the last two or three years. And you look back and you're like, oh. Oh, <laughs> those yeah. are good times. But or anyway. you waste your time because I did. I will admit, yesterday I spent some time googling how to become an Australian citizen. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> Just for yeah. curiosity, Good day, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's Throw another shrimp on the barbie. <laughs> yeah, we. He says that once a show, Kelsey. So just so you. <laughs> I know. like it. Yeah. Like Thank it. Right, you. Well, Kelsey, really. By the way, very quickly before we let you yeah, go, yeah. can we start calling it not? Can we stop calling it bone broth? Can we start calling it chicken soup? Because to call it bone broth soup stock. grosses out people like me. Yeah. It's like a soup made out of creepy bones. Well, <laughs> you totally like a, can. But yeah. I wanted the alliteration for my podcast. Yeah. So Su- Soup stock <laughs> well, is another thing. Because, you know, if you add one R to bone broth, you have a much different liquid. Bone. And so, well, <laughs> brone. <laughs> brone broth. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's what, what I, you're talking about. That's ER, huh? what I was saying. Yeah. Oh, okay. Awesome. Well, Kelsey, hang on a second. Uh, we're, I'm going to stop the recording, but uh, we'll link to all your stuff in the show notes. Okay. And uh, this has been a pleasure. Thanks for being on. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me. I had so much fun. You're listening to the Simply Human podcast. Thank, oh. thank you, Kelsey. Thank you, Kelsey. That was uh, that was excellent. We really appreciate uh, her time, and I know that we're going to have her back on again soon. She is just too, uh, what's the word? Just fun to talk to. And she's man, Mister Reading Books, man, can't come up with the word. Hmm. Let's go read some more books, Professor. <laughs> fun is the is the word I came up fun, with. Yes. I was going to try to come up with like gregarious or something like that. But uh, man, you've done a heck of a job. Yeah, professional broadcast. All right. Well, all her all her stuff will be in the show notes. It is now time for the humans being human segment, and it, this is a this is a couple days after Thanksgiving, so we thought we would invite uh, Simply Human Podcast's own Jeff Rogers, my brother, back to the show to talk. You may remember Jeff from a prank call that I made trying to convince him that I was an industrialist uh, seeking to have a picture of a woman's uh, genitals appear in a magazine. A woman's downstairs, I think, is yes. what uh, is the pro- most uh, appropriate term. Jeff, welcome to the show. Thanks. Okay. I was sitting here trying not to laugh. Oh, well, well, Rick was making fun of me for being Mr. Bookman. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Rick. <laughs> I do what I can. Yeah. 
All right. So, Jeff, we're going to talk about uh, Thanksgiving memories, things on Thanksgiving. I have a few that I'm going to start us off with, and then I'm going to see where this goes. So, I do remember, and this Rick will not be surprised on this. And, Jeff, it just made a weird noise. Jeff, are you still there? Hello. All right, we had we had a little Skype issue. We called Jeff's cell phone. Okay, so I'm going to start us off with a couple of, of things that I remember, and then and then just sort of see where that goes. So the first thing I remember is, and I don't remember this, but I, there was a picture. But you that proves you remember it. it. You remember it. Yeah, there's a picture that that proves that I did this, and this will not surprise Rick at all. There is a picture of a, of our Thanksgiving spread and the family at Thanksgiving, the extended family, grandparents and aunts and uncles and all this stuff and the cousins and this whole thing. And I'm sitting at the formal Thanksgiving table without my shirt on. With no shirt. <laughs> How yeah. old are you at this point? I, I was like, like, I was 13, like no, yeah, like, I was like 16. I was like probably a junior in high school. Are you kidding me? I was making a joke. No, You weren't like three years no, old? No, I was like an adult. <laughs> like, I had like chest hair. <laughs> Like I was, I was oh, <laughs> there was a there was a time where you would just come home from school and just remove all of your clothes except for your boxer shorts and that's how you would just yeah. you know spend the remainder of the day. I wouldn't think it would be any different on Thanksgiving day. Yeah, and the fact that like, I don't well, I'm going to do my regular thing yeah. and not wear any clothes. And that I'm wasn't and that, and that and that wasn't something that even like that I was like, "Oh yeah, I remember that." I got that was just that was it's normal. so normal that you just didn't stick yeah. out in your mind. Yeah. So that was this reminds so me not I, normal. I, uh, so I obviously I think I have the question answered, but like uh, we uh, for Thanksgiving dinner, my family's always done. It's not like a put on nice clothes. Yeah. It's literally just a wear what you're wearing yeah. to the table. And we for years and years we did it at my grandparents' house in Oklahoma. But uh, you know it was for for the boys. It was like you know t-shirts, shorts, sweatpants, yeah. whatever. Like uh, and obviously you guys didn't do that. Well, no, yeah, or you we, guys. We, I mean, I mean, you guys did that. You didn't do like the dress up nice right. Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, we didn't like no. dress up. It was always lunch, and but like yeah. still, lunch. you need to put a shirt on. Idiot. Yes, Mark, you need to put a shirt on. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, why are mom and dad like Mark? Put a shirt on. Yes, yeah. uh, that's like, another thing. Like, yeah. I feel like someone should have been like, hey, <laughs> idiot, go put on a shirt. Yeah. So okay, so <laughs> the other the other one was this. So our other brother Brad, who's recently been on the show. um, so it, this wasn't like an extended family one. I think maybe just our one side of grandparents was there or something. And my mom had made some new thing that she hadn't normally made, you know. And it was it wasn't like she was up all night making it, but she made it, and it was there. And I, and Brad tr- put eat some of it, and he was like, "God, this is ugh, this is horrible. What is this crap?" <laughs> and then mom mom immediately starts like the quiver lip. And starts like crying <laughs> at the table, and then Brad was like mad that she was crying because he was like, yeah. it's, "I'm not, I'm not saying that you like you didn't make this, like you didn't make the ingredients like from scratch, like you just, I'm not saying anything wrong about you." And she was crying, and Thanksgiving was ruined. Uh, that Jeff, is the most you remember Brad that. Rogers thing yeah. I've ever heard in my yeah. life. <laughs> and then, and then, and then one more, uh, and then I'll let you guys talk. Um, so, you know, the Cowboys game, we're from Dallas, and my dad grew up a Cowboys fan. Of course, I was a Cowboys fan. I was the, his last chance of having a son who, who liked the Cowboys, because I was the youngest. And Brad and Jeff could have cared less about the Cowboys. But we're all sitting around, and this is, this, this, <laughs> this is an extended family uh, story. So there's like a lot of people in the house. We're watching the Cowboys, and it was 1993. The Cowboys had won the Super Bowl the year before, and we're on track. We, they'd won, they won it again that that year so leon let if, if cowboy fans football fans will remember leon let one time the, the dolphins kicked a field goal that we blocked and if they had just 
let let the ball alone, the game would have been over. Well, Leon Lett goes and tries to like recover it, and he slips. It was snowing, and he hits the ball. They recover it and get another shot at a field goal, and they win. And my dad yelled. It literally is the play that cost. Like that doesn't that happen very often. Yeah. But, like someone makes a play, like a boneheaded decision that costs the team the game. That yeah. doesn't happen very often. This literally, like, this uh, was a single-handed, like, it's his fault they lost the game. Yeah. Um, and so my dad, with all the family there, yells out a, a cuss word at <laughs> at this player. And he yells this cuss word, and it just, like, echoes through the house. Like, the music stops, <laughs> and it's like the, the record player was like... Ear. And like people drop their forks, and it was that's he he swears that that didn't happen, but I absolutely, did he call him Steve? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, Steve. So All right, f off, Leon. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so now y'all go Thanksgivings, Jeff. What do you remember about our Thanksgivings? Well, um, sitting here with a kind of stopped up nose, seems like the last like six or seven years. Well, there were like three Thanksgivings in a row where I had like humongous ulcer on the inside of my mouth. Oh, and I'm thinking like, why of all the times yeah. in the, in the year on Thanksgiving. And I'm like, can't even enjoy my food. Yeah. But, but the craziest, I don't know the, so I'm home in Texas right now. Um, which is the first, that's the first time I've been in Texas in the last eight years for Thanksgiving, been up in New York and Thanksgiving up there is definitely like way different. Um, there's a lot more, uh, drinking, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a very adult, adult, uh, Thanksgiving, which is, makes it really fun. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> who would have thought alcohol yeah. makes, uh, things I know. more enjoyable. Yeah. Incredible. It's like but, reading uh, the tattoo no. that I have on my back. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's uh, it's great. The the last few years we've had um, my wife's family come up and try to fit like eighteen people into like a seven hundred and fifty foot by foot. eight foot room. You know, yeah. that was like somebody's bedroom, but we just converted the bed into a table kind of a situation, yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's all sat around it. But it's uh. It's incredible. Didn't you go but, yeah. to the Thanksgiving uh, parade in New York one time? And there were, and, and people were not, they did not have holiday cheer or something. No. That... Yeah, no. Yeah, we went one, our first Thanksgiving, like, we should go to the parade. And that's never going to happen ever again. <laughs> that was just the most awful thing in the whole. The only, like, joyous moment was when Santa, like, and I don't know why you would go, like, I could kind of see going with, like, a Kids. little kid who would enjoy it, but. Man, it was because weren't yeah, people, people like were, people like mad about losing their places in lines and yeah, stuff like yeah, and it's shoulder to shoulder people pressing, cussing at each you. other. Yeah, yeah. Is yeah. there anything and more useless? Pre- is there anything more useless in general than a parade? No, <laughs> no. Like, oh other than God. kids getting yeah, candy. This, this guy. Well, yeah, if they're gonna drive past family. him, if they're gonna drive past him throughout candy, that's one thing. But like, uh, just the uh, here's another one. They're really showcasing their holiday cheer. Yeah. <laughs> and here's another one. Yeah. It's the exact same thing as the one before it. I, here's another. They one always like say three they hours. always compare. They always compare the size of the balloons to weird. This balloon is this as is big, big as, as three million matches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Or something. Well, hey, and uh, actually, my wife is walking through. I'm gonna, I'm gonna plug this uh, microphone. Huh. In. She, <laughs> yeah, you are. There's a. Oh, and I, I think I have to turn, turn this. My up. wife is walking through. Let me mm. plug this in. Check, check. 
So Jen, Jen is. I'm glad is, Jeff caught that as well as I did. Oh, Mark I knew, clearly. I knew that was gonna. So hold it about right here. Um, so what you, you're this is the best ever. Your family, no, right here. Your family. Okay, are are we there, guys? Can can we? Are you finished? Can we tell? Can I? You're wife? the one. Can my wife tell her story? I'm I'm done plugging it in, and she's ready to tell her story. Okay, uh, that's what she said. Oh! oh! <laughs> uh, oh hi, Jim. Did you hear them laughing in the headset? They're like dying laughing. Okay, so I want you to tell the story. Like I think it was the first Thanksgiving that I went with your family. I think we were dating still, and your grandmother or great grandmother. Great. We were sitting there, speaking of the Cowboys, we were sitting there uh, watching the Cowboys and sort of explain what happened next. Um, well. She was old. She was very old. She had emphysema. <laughs> she lived in the living room. Oh. She had emphysema and she still smoked. But she lived in the oh. living room and she had a potty chair in there. And oh. so. Oh, yeah. After the other teams, the Cowboys never do. Um, Very funny. (laughs) She just had to go to the bathroom, and so she pulled her pants down and went in the potty chair in front of everyone. So we're in the living room, which is where her bed, she has like a hospital bed in the living room. And this is like an extended family. I mean, cousins and and Aunt Faye and like everyone is there. Aunt Fanny. Aunt Fanny. That's almost as bad as the... The lady that worked at our bakery, whose name was Muff, um, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> her, her, her sister, her sister Muff, <laughs> her sister Fanny and Muff. I wish I could hear you laughing. I know. Oh. And so, so here I am. So it's like extended family. All the cousins are there, and basically, we have all like invaded her bedroom. <laughs> And so we're sitting there watching the game, and I look over and I see like Mama like, <laughs> taking a dump. She wasn't taking a dump. She was just tinkling oh. like a lady. I, I should have said. And Mark I was sh- like, "Well, went to Rome and just drops his pants and craps on the carpet." <laughs> I should have said like, "Oh yeah, I, I feel the same way about the Cowboys today." This <laughs> oh, Dave Campo here is a real stinking turd. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Jeff doesn't understand what we're talking about because we're talking about the Cowboys. Who's that? Oh, I, sorry. I was, sorry, I, I'm Jeff. I'm Texas. I know what Cowboys are. <laughs> they wrangle cows. And anyway, yeah, oh. that's a good. That's a gross story. Oh, man. It reminds me of the saddest Thanksgiving we ever had. Mark, you remember that? The saddest oh, Thanksgiving in, in, in Denver, in Colorado. Yeah, that was in a sad. trailer park. Yeah, yeah, that was fun. That was the. That was the, that. Yeah, not a good story. We were. Uh, <laughs> That was the that I think I was like twenty or something, and I would we were at our aunt's house, and I would sneak out to the garage and like, or (laughs) we were at our aunt's residence. Let's say that, and uh, and uh, and I would sneak out into the garage. I think you come out there with me. She had a bunch of Bud Lights in her like garage, and I was I was twenty. I was almost of age, but I was like. I was in college and I thought drinking was like so cool. So I would like sneak out and like chug beers by myself in her oh my in her drive in her garage just to like deaden the pain. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Awesome. That's hilarious. Well, Jeff, I know you're busy. You've got kids all around. Uh would you like to announce uh on the podcast about your wife's pregnancy? What? 
You're oh, yeah, I, uh, aka spit take right then. Yeah, back. yeah. Oh, so you're not you all aren't pregnant. No. Oh, uh, not, not that I'm aware of. Okay, so I was I'm I'm hopeful that they're they have a daughter. I'm hopeful that they're getting it pregnant. So I'm I was I was trying to to pull that one out of you, but it's, oh man, that well, is what she were you said. Con- were you convinced? <laughs> no, I just a good job of of. Uh, I don't know. I'm lying. not. I don't know. I, I couldn't tell if you were lying or not because you very well might be pregnant. And I, 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 wanted, I almost ruined it when you announced Evie. Remember that? Because like I saw yeah. they were like you know kind of whispering at each other or something, and I was like, "Well, hey, what's going on? Are y'all pregnant? What's going? What's going on?" And like th- they had like the cake, <laughs> and they had this whole thing planned. And they're like, "Shut up, idiot! Like you're you're ruining it." And then and then the next morning, uh, Jen almost died and was in the hospital for three months. So that was a good oh geez, good, good yeah. times good times. No, that that was crazy. Yeah. Well, I just want to say, yeah, as a as a husband, you get pretty good at as you know at deflecting those types of things, as yeah. I just did. Oh, so that means they are. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm no mm-hmm. way. Really? Yep. Yeah, really? but you can't tell anybody because we haven't told anyone yet. Hold on, what are you going to tell everybody? Uh, probably tomorrow. Oh, so oh, he is totally going to ruin this, Jeff. You know this. No, right? no, 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 no. I, but th- <laughs> this won't come out until the twenty eighth, so this will be on Saturday. So everyone know, will know, know. by then. <laughs> well, congratulations, Jeff. Oh man, you heard it here first, folks. It wasn't that. Got to ruin your life again. Yeah, <laughs> you heard it here, folks. Uh, first, here, folks. People who don't know Jeff know that he's about to have another child. Oh man, awesome! Well, what an idiot! Hold on, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, hey, I'm gonna end the recording. Uh, gotta keep. I'll, I'll leave that in. That was greatness. I'll end the recording, but hang out for just a second. Thanks for coming on. Okay, thank you, guys. Thank you, Jeff. And wasn't that a fun moment where he... I, it was getting I real guessed. awkward for a second there. I was I know. like, all right, Mark, I don't know where you're going with this. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty silent on here. Yeah. So that was fun. So, Well, congratulations I, to Jeff. Yeah. Hopefully and it's a And his boy. wife, Allison. Yes. A beautiful person. Um, so you wanted to say something before we do tip of the week? Yeah. We mentioned real briefly, I think going into one of these segments, hey, leave us a, a rating or a review or something like that. And I said, there's been a couple people who have left a little review as well. I, I wanted I ha- to specifically, I have, them up, I have them up too right here. Uh, oh, I'm yeah. looking at them right now. So yeah. shut up, Mark. Oh, I wanted to specifically thank, Hey, Ollie, yes. uh, Jesse Rose, 153 yeah. and Joanna D yes. for mm-hmm. taking time out of their day to, uh, write little narratives, uh, about how they enjoy the podcast <laughs> and they gave us stars. So thank you, people who listened to me the last episode and followed my instruction. And if you did not, uh, you were dead to me. Yeah, well, one of these, Jesse Rose, 153, uh, one thing that she mentions that I thought was interesting was, I will admit that I had to replay Mark's laughing fit <laughs> during the urban prank a few times <laughs> as it was so dang funny. And then she writes this, uh, we need to do, she likes Rick's Cop Corner, uh, and we need to do another question and answer show. She enjoyed that too. So that, we've done one of those. Hey Jesse, and maybe inst- uh, like we've been talking about doing that this way instead of doing one full question and answer show. If you write us in your question, some more like shorts. what do you call that? Like immediate feedback. Like yeah. we'll do a shorts on it. Yeah. So I- instead of compiling, like spending like two or three months compiling these listener questions, which yeah. is what we did last time, and people going, oh, I wonder if they're going to answer. I wonder if they're going to answer. Yeah. If you send us a good question, we'll just do a ten minute shorts about it real yeah. quick. So. If we, you have a good question, and send it know, to us. We'll address it in a shorts because uh, that's what we do. And we do have questions that we could do a whole nother whole whole nother. I say that all the time. What is nother? Yeah, I say that too. I think that's just a weird whole nother whole mm. other. Yeah. Uh, 
uh, yeah, a whole other show on that, and that, that maybe we may need to do one of those in December. Um, what we're going to talk about who's coming up uh, in in recent shows, but uh, they're all well. We'll talk about it in a second. It's now time for the tip of the week. Something you can start doing today to become a more healthy human, and this is from is a quote from Bernard Roth, uh, the achievement habit. So this is another kind of talking about habits. Okay. Uh, statistics show you trends; they can't predict your life. Right, so it says. Likewise, consider that the odds have always been against greatness. Against greatness, if one were to decide on a career path just by the odds of financial success, we would have no movie stars, authors, poets, or musicians. The odds of any one person becoming a professional, self-supporting musician are very low. And yet, turn on the radio and you hear hundreds of them. The odds were against the Beatles, Elvis, and the Grateful Dead too. They could have been scientific about the whole thing and chosen more reasonable career paths. And what a loss for the world that would have been. If you succeed, the odds are then meaningless. Any path may have a 2% success rate, yet if you're in that 2%, there's a 100% chance of success for you. So the long shots are often the most rewarding. So the tip of the week is going to be like do things you know, that may not uh, be like what everybody thinks you should do. And this could be like day-to-day stuff. This doesn't have to be quit your job and go become a musician or something. Uh, but just do those things. Like the things that are the most rewarding are the things that aren't necessarily the status quo or the things that people, everybody thinks that you should do. Um, so do those things that, that, you know, aren't necessarily statistically or, uh, you know, the, the sort of wise, and this is what you should do. Like, do things that are going to be fulfilling and rewarding for you in the long run. Well, and I'm guilty of this because I'm, I feel like I am the most practical thinker, like, possible. Like, if that's on a spectrum, yeah. I'm far locked to that end of it. I think, oh, well, I don't want a uh, risk-reward assessment, and I'll do this and that. And I don't have any discernible, like, you know, music or acting skills or anything like that. So it's not like I, uh, you know, was a burgeoning you know, flute player, and uh, I just trash that for a more practical career. But you have to balance practicality because, you know, we have practical lives. I have a wife and two kids, and I've got a mortgage, and I've got, you know, life insurance payments to make and stuff yeah. like that. But you have to balance that between living your life and uh, and doing, uh, doing, you know, having lofty goals. And I think you can find uh, find those kinds of things within your regular life, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like uh, very briefly, not to get in too far into it, but like I have a pretty normal, you know, mundane job. I'm a police officer, well, but like I, I found a way within that not to get too super specific, but to uh, find something that is really ambitious, a project of of mine and my partners, and it's a really ambitious project. And uh, it's a very, you know, some people would, you know, it's met with a lot of skepticism, but like that's how we're. Uh, you know, using how, how we're yeah. seeking that through. We found something and we said, you know, the odds are against it, but we're going to say, you know, screw it. We're going to press on. So you don't have to like, just, you know, quit your job and yeah. go, you know, play the, you know, the guitar at the street corner with the hat out trying to make money. You can find those kind of opportunities in your everyday life. Yeah. You and just that's, have to look for them. That's kind of how, you know, the whole simple human thing started. I mean, I, yeah, I still really, have a I mean, job. Honestly, yeah. I still, you know, this is something that I have a lot of enjoyment with and, and it's very rewarding. The people that I get to meet and work with and all that is that's, that's in that 2%. Like when I first started, like, oh, why, why would, why would I start a podcast? What, what could I have to say that anybody right. would care about that someone else isn't already saying, well, just do it. And I mean, I'm not saying we're, you know, a successful podcast by any means, but we do have quite a few uh, listeners and we do have, we've gotten a lot of feedback and uh, we have, I think we've, we've done some good in some people's lives and that's very rewarding for me. So yeah, there you go. And that, so that, that I will expound upon your tip. Find 
ways among your regular life that you can kind of shoot for the moon, I guess. Yeah, there you go. And, you know, what was that Zach Galifianakis quote about when you make sure to reach for the stars because they don't have arms to catch you or something ridiculous? Mm, Great quote. You've really ended the show on a high note. I think lots of people are out there going, hmm. All right. Probably need Thanks to del- for the good quote, delete Mark. that one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, <laughs> thank you for everybody for listening uh, uh, to the podcast. We know there's a lot of things out there, a lot of options. Thanks for making us part of your day. Coming up in December, uh, Luke Norsworthy is going to be on the next show. For Did December he move 7th. to Austin? Yes. Yes. Dad Gummit. I know he's a pre- he's a I preacher. Say that like I ever saw him when he lived up here, but yeah. I was always hoping. That he would start yeah. uh, doing his thing at a church kind of closer to our well, house. He is so now uh, preaching at a huge church uh, down in Austin and is doing very well. What church? Uh, Brentwood. Okay. It's like, yeah, there's a lot of ACU people that come from there. But um, anyway, so he's going to be back on. We're going to talk about gratitude. Um, and then other folks I've reached out to, Kirk Parsley, we're trying to schedule that the time uh rob wolf you may have heard of that he's probably going to come on in february katie uh, bowman is going to be on in january i'm sorry pause did you say rob wolf maybe you've heard of him he's going to be on in february rob wolf is like the michael jordan oh, yeah. of, of this whole thing oh, so yes. we're trying to work it out there's nothing set in stone but like uh we've reached out and when his schedule loosens up a little bit in february it's a real possibility so uh, that's a really big deal that he's yeah. going to take 30 minutes out of his super busy day to come talk to us two idiots. Yeah. So uh, we'll K- keep you more informed on that, but that's a yeah. really big get. And, uh, Kate- and I'd like to pat myself on the back for coming up with that idea. So yeah. thank you, Rick. Well, oh, you're I, welcome, Rick. Well, I did reach out to him initially. That's how we got Squatchy on was because I had reached oh, out true. trouble. So, so we'll still pat you on the back. It's okay. Okay, um, yeah, yeah, do that. I have something. I have your Christmas present in the works. Um, I'm having something you have made. mine? I'm having something made for you. Um, that, does that mean I have to get you something for Christmas? Absolutely not. That is oh, not why crap. I give. That is not why I give Christmas presents. Now I have to find something to give you for Christmas. No, you don't. God, I hate you. No, you don't. I send you stuff for your birthday. Little, little. It's not anything major. I just enjoy giving people gifts. Um, Katie Bowman, I mentioned, is going to be back on the show, um, and I've, I've emailed Tim Ferriss. Oh yeah. So uh, that's probably a huge no, but hey, you know what? We'll see. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's probably going to get projected out to half court, but yeah. like you said, the two for the week. We'll shoot for the moon. Let's uh, have these people. Yeah, awesome. All right, well, go to the website at simplyhumanlifestyle.com. Like us on Facebook, um, Instagram, Twitter, Periscope, at simplyhuman52. Uh, email the show, simplyhumanlifestyle at gmail.com or simplyhumanrick at gmail.com. We've gotten a lot of good emails lately. We, we really, yeah, we have. We really appreciate uh, anybody that reaches out to us. Uh, good or bad, we appreciate it. And then please... No, no, no. If they're bad <laughs> and uh, you hate us, then I'm probably going to mock you on this Yeah, just send, us, just send it to me. Uh, leave us a review on iTunes all of you that have done it thank you we'd love to have some more good or bad any publicity is good publicity unless you go kill a bunch of people that is not good publicity yeah that is the worst kind of publicity yeah so that's gonna do it for this edition of the Simple Human Podcast and remember what's the word just fun to talk to and she's man Mr. Reading Books man can't come up with the word (laughs) Hmm. why don't you go read some more books professor so until next time enjoy yourselves